Insights from the world's best medical minds. This is the rightdoctors.com. Hello friends, this is Dr. Parimal Swami. I am a consultant in internal medicine and diabetes care in Jabalpur Hospital and Research Center, Jabalpur. And you are listening to me on the rightdoctor.com, India's leading medical knowledge platform. And we are talking about COVID-19. COVID-19 or SARS-CoV-2 started from wet markets of Wuhan city of China. These markets sell chicken, fish and flesh of other animals, both dead and alive for human consumption. They did not sell bats, but bats infected chicken, fish and other animals in the environment and through them the disease spread to human being. Since this viral jumped the species and mutated into a highly contagious virus. Through international travelers, COVID-19 spread to whole world including India. This virus spreads through droplets, fomites, infected surface and aerosols. COVID-19 is also found in fecal matter of the infected human beings and animals. COVID-19 induced illness has an incubation period of 5 to 24 days with a median of 14 days. Asymptomatic carriers are known and they can transmit the disease. A spectrum of symptoms varies from asymptomatic status to life-threatening severe acute respiratory illness with multi-organ dysfunction. As clinician, we may not be the frontline fighters in COVID-19 war, but all of us are seeing or going to see and treat patient in near future. Last one month's experience has shown us that this disease is very deceptive at least initially. We may miss COVID-19 infection early in its course if we are not alert enough. History of travel in last 14 days, presence of any two symptoms from the following three that is fever, cough and throat pain should make us suspicious and taking all the protective precautions for us and our clinic staff, we should check the SpO2 and respiratory rate of these patients. SpO2 of less than 94% and respiratory rate of more than 20 per minute warrants lab testing for COVID-19. Especially if the patient is not having any prior history of respiratory illness, refer this patient to appropriate center for testing and isolation. COVID-19 infection is confirmed through RT-PCR. In last one month, we have come across false negative reports also. If the clinical suspicion and radiological findings are suggestive, then these patients should be subjected to repeat PCR tests. In fact, we had a patient whose PCR was negative for COVID-19, but due to the compelling clinical and radiological picture, it was repeated again and it was found to be positive after 5 days. Antibody detection tests are now being made available beyond the hot spots, but they may become positive after 7 to 10 days of infection. If the IgM antibody is positive, then patients should be subjected to PCR tests for confirmation. Rapid tests are invaluable for the detection, uh, quick detection and the screening of large number of people. There are some observations or small studies which show that CT scan is a better tool for the lung involvement due to COVID-19 as compared to the RT-PCR. And because of this fact, many hospitals are doing CT scan of chest in asymptomatic patient as a part of perioperative workup to rule out asymptomatic infection. As comorbidities like diabetes, hypertension, coronary artery disease, immunosuppressive status predispose to infection and rapid progression, there are certain risk scores are now being developed. One such score is CAL score or CALL score. This score uses age of the patient, the cutoff is 60 years. Lymphocytic count, the cutoff is 1000, LDH, the cutoff is 500 and presence of comorbidities. In initial observation, this score was found to be 91% accurate in prediction of prog progression of the disease. By this time, it is clear that good blood sugar control is important for immunity. And there is no need to stop 
ACE inhibitor and ARB, ARB blocker in our patient. There are some animal studies or data which show that DPP4 inhibitor may prevent the cytokine storm in COVID-19 infection. They may not clear the virus, but they will prevent the inflammatory stage of the viral infection. But this is only animal data and it needs confirmation in human beings. Now, importance of physical distancing, hand, face and respiratory hygiene cannot be overemphasized. These measures are, measures are most important and essential for prevention of spread. But there is some evidence and no harm in following lifestyle changes to improve immunity. And these are applicable to both doctors and their patients also. And these are having a positive outlook, doing some basic form of meditation. And there are certain pranayam, which are called the immunity boosting pranayam. And doing this will improve the mental status as well as the immunity of the patient. Eating fruits and vegetables of different colors. In my view, you should eat 6 to 10 servings of fruits and vegetables having 7 colors, which I call a rainbow diet. Short muscular activities like shallow squatting, wall push-up, easy dips, marching on the place with muscle squeeze and jumping jacks. Just for few minutes, say 3 minutes and they should be repeated multiple times of the day and they will boost not only your immunity but your mood also. Ensure 7 hours of good quality sleep. And there is no harm in taking a supplement having vitamin D, vitamin C, B complex, estrogen, beta glucan, and zinc. It is important to connect to your patient, and I am expecting that telehealth may finally take off with this crisis. This is the time where you can make yourself acclimatized with this new way of consulting, communicating, and treating your patient. As soon as you are opening up your, your clinic, make SOPs for sanitization, preventive strategies and training of your clinical staff. Access reuse of PPE guideline from All India Institute of Medical Sciences to remain safe and prevent financial wastage. I am hopeful that with combined efforts of all, we can defeat this pandemic. Thank you. Insights from the world's best medical minds. This is the right doctors.com.